ACL Nation, welcome back. Another episode of Bagging and Bragging. It's episode 46. This is a very special episode because this is the last one you're going to get in 2023. Yep. We head into Bagging and Bragging 2.0. We're going to start the next season off with a little bit of a flair, some more games, keep a little bit lighter tone and have some fun with it. So we got an interview today with Connor Weiss, and we're going to talk about uh, the Australia trip and get into some highlights from Australia. But before we get into that, Mish, I know how you're doing, but tell everybody how you're doing. I'm sick. <laughs> this is the worst. We were supposed to have three interviews yesterday, and I had to cancel all of them. Um, and I waited till the last minute because I was like, okay, I'm going to push through. Like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. But I, I have to remind you that we are in video. So there's only a certain level of pushing through I can do <laughs> publicly. Yeah, the <laughs> so getting... speech doesn't go over very well with the YouTube viewers. So. <laughs> so I was, I was waiting. I'm like, okay. Like I took a shower. I'm like, all right. You know, the steam. Cause I have like a head cold, mm. like move some stuff out. Like I'm, I'm going to be okay. And then I like got dressed and I'm like, well, I'm just going to put on like sweats, but like I'll put on better clothes. Like when it gets closer, and then I'm like on the couch and I'm like, I'm, okay, I got to get up and like, I have to like get dressed and I got to put makeup on and I, I have to do my hair and literally couldn't get myself to do any of it. I'm like, I can't even, I can't get myself to put one stroke of mascara on right now. Like that's how tired I am. So it well, was good. I'm not because gonna I, lie. I, I looked at that calendar and I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a lot. And I'm like, I am too tired. I'm like my body will not function properly. Like it's... <laughs> Like, I'm trying to stay awake till, like, later in the night so that way I can sleep all the way through the night. But, like, 2 o'clock, I go down for a nap, and I wake up, like, five hours later. I'm like, no, you know, what's happening? I set an alarm, and I, I'm like, nope, not going to happen. I'm going back to sleep. So, stayed awake all night last night, hoping that I can get back on track. So, hopefully, my sleep schedule gets on track. So, I'm right there with you. Like when That's you the opposite. Sleep, staying awake all night is only going to make you want to sleep during the day. I don't get how that's helpful. No, because I got stuff I got to do. So, like, I won't be able to sleep, like, too long. So, it's like, I'll go do that, and I'll come back, and I'll go to sleep at, like, 8, 9, 10, something like that. And I'll hopefully sleep through the whole night. But Okay. All right. Hopefully it works. Odd way of doing it. I've been I've been riding the NyQuil train. Um, mm-hmm. And so, when I wake up, it feels like I got hit by a freaking bus. Like, you're, like... Like you just like came out of sleeping for 17 days straight or something. It's the yeah. worst. It's got, the worst. We got, we got regionals this weekend. Um, so I'm I'm hoping that I feel a little bit better and more energized for regionals. I'm, I'm glad I'm not sick. Unfortunately, sorry, Mish. Yeah. <laughs> but Super fun. Sucks in the winter time. It really does. I haven't been sick though since Worlds. So I went on a good little run there. Yeah. Beginning of August. Um, but. I everybody's been getting sick and I remember even thinking like man I'm doing good like I'm not getting it like look at me go and I was like oh look at you being arrogant and stupid right, and naive right, right. you begging for it to hit you <laughs> apparently <laughs> but no um other than being sick I've been watching a lot of Christmas movies and it was funny because I was on uh, I want to say Netflix and mm-hmm. I found some random Christmas movie and it has like you know the same hallmark storyline right like mm-hmm. big city guy goes to the small town and like to like buy the thing buy like the farm or the winery or the whatever and then like realizes like these people are awesome and like so i watched one where the guy goes to buy this farm and then falls in love with the course the chick that owns the farm and 
whatever, whatever. And then the next day I went to find a Christmas movie and I was like, this one looks interesting. It was the exact same storyline, but with a vineyard. <laughs> like, <laughs> <with tea. laughs> I was like, wait a second, I already watched this. Very original. <laughs> but then I watched the whole thing anyway. <laughs> you enjoyed I forgot, it? I don't know how it ends. <laughs> so bragging on bragging on Netflix and uh, whatever shows. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. So bragging on to- cheesy Christmas movies to keep me going. Um, and then I just watched Friends all day yesterday, pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. Poor you. Yeah. I, mean, I, I finished Jack Ryan season three. I'm, I'm really into Jack Ryan right okay. now. I still got to watch The Night Agent. You, you recommended that one. I got a list going now, so. That one was good. I yeah. don't have any shows to watch right now. It's really sad. Sad time in my life. I think I think I want to watch the Squid Games Part Two. I don't want to watch that. No. No, that's not my jam. No, they they seem fun. I um, watched yeah, a little bit of, of the of the horrible uh, Chargers Raiders game, and then I went to bed before I had to see the end of that monstrosity. Yeah, no, I I uh, am playing Trey Ryder this week and. Fantasy football, first week of the playoffs. So I was nervous because in my other league, I have a lot of Raiders who did really, really well. And okay. I was like, no, I don't have anybody in this league. So I was like nervous. I looked at the score because I have I got a new iPhone. So I guess I'll kind of brag on that for a segment. I know you might be happier about that than I am. Um, yes. Finally, the blue <laughs> bubble, not the green bubble. Yeah. Same thing with like Rich, Duncan Clemmer, my daughter, yep. everybody, Gavin Cano. They're all like, oh, you got an iPhone now. I'm like, you guys are you know, way too into this. So anyway, I'm learning it, but I didn't, I didn't have my apps on there. So I, I had to find my password, log in. I had to connect my old phone to the Wi-Fi to, to my new phone's hotspot to try and get it going. And, and it's asking to verify through this sort. I'm like, Oh my gosh, just let me check my fantasy lineup before we go to this game. Yeah. And luckily Trey's got nobody going either. So it was a boring fantasy matchup for us. Zero, zero after Thursday. Um, so, you know, hopefully Trey's team sucks and I win but bragging, <laughs> bragging on making the playoffs, but bragging on, um, throwing really well. Um, we kind of talk about it a little bit later with Connor. We took down the blind draw and, um, again, my airmails mish making, making, Airmail some noise over there. making it rain. That's all I got. Um, we, so Connor and I threw together and he wanted to switch bags. We had like the faster hybrid carpet bag at first and, for some reason, like he just wanted to switch bags to like a slower bag. Hmm. So it worked out well. Like it, he wanted to do it for him, but it worked out well because I was able to block. And mm-hmm. then hit, I was hitting airmail after airmail after airmail. Stacy was like, man, I didn't think you could hit that. I hit like five in a row. <laughs> it was like stupid. Just impressing um, everybody. Yeah. So I made my mark out there in Australia. Um, but speaking of Stacy, kind of want to brag on him for taking care of me out there in Australia. It was a great, great uh, date to go on Australia with because I didn't have to pay for anything. So, <laughs> well, he is our boss. <laughs> yeah, so every time I reach for my wall, he's like, "I got it." I'm like, "You sure?" I'm like, "I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, I'll get the next one," but I'm like, "What am I going to do?" It's you know, it's it's all company money anyway. <laughs> yes, so. and the ACL is 100% footing the bill, um, yeah. but it's still appreciated. We still appreciate you, ACL. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that Wagyu steak was bomb. It was my first one ever. It was like 400 grams or something like that. I don't know. So he's like, he's like, I'm surprised you put that whole thing down. I'm like, this is good. What am I going to do? Waste $300 steak or $150 steak, whatever it was? Like, no, I ate the whole thing. And was it as superior as they say? Um, it was really, really good. 
but then Stacy's like, like the real ones out in Japan. That one's like, that okay. that one's the one you got to get. I'm like, dude, like I can't even afford this one. Now I got to go to Japan and get the real one, but a more expensive version. <laughs> yeah, so this one was really really good though. But um, I, I enjoyed it. And um, last thing I got real quick is uh, Qantas Airlines. Um, very very what, good. What was Qantas? That? Qantas. Okay. Yep. Q A N T A S. It's like an affiliate with uh, American Airlines. So, oh, okay. Out there on American Airlines, you know, they give you like these thin pillows <laughs> and like yeah, a okay. blanket. Qantas on the way back, you get like a actual pillow. You get like a heavy duty blanket. They give you headphones. They give you a toothbrush, toothpaste. They, wow. They come around like every hour, every two hours to make sure you know. Here's some apples. Here's here's some cheese and crackers. Like here's some really good snacks. Like. So Qantas Airlines took care okay. of it. Okay. And that's just regular coach, not even business? Yep. Yep. Wow. Okay. Well, good to know. I've never heard of that airline, but shout yeah. out to Qantas. Way to do it right. Yeah. All right, guys. We have a really great show ahead for you. We're going to take a quick break. Come back with Connor. Um, talk to him more about Australia. So uh, don't go anywhere. All right, it is time for our interview, and uh, we have a special guest with us, somebody that Wally got to spend a lot of time with in Australia. He's a Canadian pro, and his name is Connor Weiss. Did I say that right, by the way? I meant to ask you that. Weiss. There you go. Okay, so I thought it was Weiss, and then I think Trey said Weiss, and then I was like, oh, I guess that's how you say it. He says Tyler. Dang it. So yeah, I I felt like it was Weiss. My bad. <laughs> I'm set, setting the record straight. Sorry, Connor. All right. Well, yeah. No, it's Connor Weiss. He got it. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate being on here. You know, it was Is fun this our... out this weekend or this whole weekend and yeah, the whole week. week. Is this our first Canadian guest? <clears throat> Am I? I don't know. Maybe. I it Chris, maybe right. it is. Yeah, I think we were going to have Ryan Reynolds, and he couldn't do it, so he looked to go with Connor instead. So it's fair trade. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. It's just, just as good. Uh, no, it's um, it's awesome having Canadian guests. I was asking you before we started, like, as you went to this Australia event, was that similar to where Canada was, like, a couple years ago, um, up and coming. So can you talk a little bit about how like cornhole has progressed through Canada and if you think Australia is on the same kind of track? Yeah. I mean, when it grew up like in Canada, I remember when I first got started, like there was no leagues within, like if I wanted to go to a tournament, like it was three to four hours away where I am. So Crazy. I was pretty far away and it's kind of like, it reminds me of Australia. Like all these different cities are so far away and there's still nothing in the middle to connect them. So now the two and a half years later, I got leagues connecting all at the side now, so I can I can start playing almost every day during the week. And I think uh, since being there, like all the spread out leagues, and they all got to meet each other. And I think they're going to really start to work together to kind of grow as a whole. And uh, they're already talking about like state tournaments and doing stuff like that, and kind of having the extra leagues like kind of get together and have tournaments against each other. So it sounds really fun. And uh, like just the way that they're going to run it, I feel like it's going to be run a little bit differently. And I think it'll be really unique. And they all seem really dedicated and want to get good and caught up and want to compete. I know that there's a couple Australians that already want to come to Worlds. So it's like, you know, mm. Canada had that small kick. We had like four people the first year. We had like 16 the second. And then the third year, 
I think we had close to like 25 people, you know, it's like you slowly grow and you get more people interested and you get more competitive and it would be awesome to see how they do at the world cornhole in Germany. Cause they're definitely going to enter a team in there. They got some good shooters. Oh, so. cool. Like it'll be interesting to see how they line up with everyone. And yeah. uh, another cool thing is a, a player from Indonesia came out, Willie. So, yeah, uh, so uh, everyone got to know Willie by the end of it. Willie was awesome. Uh, so he came out from Indonesia to kind of get everyone, take videos, showing everyone, talking with the pros. Like Willie was a really awesome guy. And uh, just everyone, like Daniel Turner, everyone who ran the event, like all the Aussies were awesome. Like the hospitality was up here and uh, just yeah. good laughs. Everyone was funny. Yeah, I got to say, man, you're really good for these international events. Um, the way that you were just kind of walking around mingling, meeting and greeting mm -hmm. everybody. Um, I mean, like just your your presence in the room. I told uh, Stacy during the time, I said, we got to get Connor to every single country. Like he is a good representative for the ACL when it comes to meeting people and hanging out and having a good time. So hopefully he takes some advice if you're willing to travel. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, traveling is you know what? It's always a dream of mine to travel. And like my girlfriend says, everywhere I go, like I'm just talking to people like I'm my league. I make it a goal to talk to every single person I can in the room. And, you know, the whole point of the game is like to be competitive, but to also be social with it. And I find that's the most fun that I have is if everyone's having fun around, you know, and I like really showing people the basics and uh, getting them kind of in the right direction to get started. And uh, I post that like on my Instagram or my Facebook pages and uh, I'm always down to like help people get better at the game and that's kind of my goal and uh, of course I love to compete for myself and I find helping people get better helps me get better and I can excel yeah. in my game so I'm gonna be playing with Daniela Luna this year as my doubles partner so her and I oh, are cool. going to play and I think she has the exact same mindset as I do and really I think that this is a good friendship that can work out and I think we'll have some fun playing. So I love that partnership. So besides cornhole, like what, what else do you like? Do you have a job or like, what do you do? Uh, or are you committed full-time to uh, cornhole? So no, I'm not committed full-time to cornhole. I, that's uh, I can't do that. <laughs> I do <laughs> HVAC. Uh, so I work on heating and air conditioning and I do that full-time. So I'm an apprentice right now. And uh, I get to work on kind of just large commercial industrial size equipment. And I, I really enjoy it. I find it a lot of fun. Uh, as much as doing cornhole full time would be, you know, like I, I really like the experiences that I get. And I, you know, I think the trades is the ultimate route for people. Uh, definitely where I am and like what kind of trade I'm in. Like it, it gives me that availability. Like my whole company supports me. And uh, they allow me to have all that time off to go on things. And they also uh, support me. I guess that's what it is. Like, you know, like I got yeah. people cheering for me at the, in the lobby. Everyone thought it was funny at first, but now everyone knows me as like the cornhole guy. And, you know, whenever I take the time off, like every time I walk on a job site, everyone's like, how'd you do? How'd you do? We want to know all about it. So, uh, and I got people watching. So it's like, you know, it's a whole other family behind the cornhole family. More people to talk to. I can't just. There you go block it off. Yeah. Now, do, you, do they provide you like with the area to practice or something? Or do you have your own area at your house that you can practice? See, right now I moved to this apartment and that's kind of my problem. It's like, I'm not in a good spot that I can just like 
go from there. Like I can go 30 minutes back home and I can play in my buddy's garage, Kevin. So mm-hmm. him and I first started and that's kind of how I got a pro. I was living down the road. So we would just play every day. But since moving here, you know, I kind of just travel around to league night to league night and do that as practice. But eventually I'll find a spot. I mean, I haven't really asked my company at all. Right. But it could be an opportunity because it's about 15 minutes away. It seems to be a, a common solution for our cornhole players with jobs is that they find like a warehouse or something. I mean, Cheyenne's always in a storage unit. Um, I mean, like this, it seems like there are these like funny solutions to find places yeah. to play. And uh, like you said, I mean, it's definitely, I got to look for that. I mean, I've been here for about six months now, so I'm getting kind of familiar with the area. I've scattered out a couple of places and I'm going to go and ask. Uh, especially during the winter, I can't play outside all the time. So I need to find an indoor place and uh, to practice. So it definitely gonna, I'll find it, but I'm looking forward to like this year and having more practice. And I think after playing against Mark and Tony this weekend, it was kind of an eye opener of seeing where I stand and I'm just looking to put my head down and give them a better run next time I play them. So but, that's all you can do. Exactly. So yeah, no indoor practicing yet, but it's coming. So, so what are your goals as uh, a pro this season? So, right, it was something I was actually thinking about on the way home. So, some goals that I have this season, I definitely want to improve on my singles game. My singles game I, wasn't really my priority last year. I was playing a line alongside Ryan Tucker, <laughs> and uh, I was really trying to do the best I could to get in top 50 through doubles. We finished 51st. We were that mm. close, but... Uh, I didn't really focus too hard on singles. And this year, I really want to kind of play for myself as long with doubles. Like, do you have uh, play for both? But I want to get my name out as singles as well. You know, you can be a great doubles player, and but if you're not a great singles, like, you want to pop up on both. So, what's something that you think Mark and Tony did against you this weekend that kind of opened your eyes up a little bit? I mean, just the fact of like Mark having like three bags set up in front of me and he just blows through all of them and hits mine off the back. I'm like, come on now. <laughs> but like, and the consistent air mails, like it's a real big eye opener. Like every time that I had an opportunity to get points, you know, I was kind of not taking my time to take those points. I kind of just like kept going with the rhythm and, uh, you know, I was missing off to the side or just wasn't com- like, I don't know. I just feel like I needed to be in that and focus a little bit more. And I wasn't just comfortable with the bag dress or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Just slow it down. But, you know, it's hard when it's like you hit the bag that far and it's that much on the hole, and then these guys shoot an airmail and pull it in. I mean, that's really discouraging. Like, <laughs> whatever you do, you got to try it. You got to be 100% with your shot. And if you're like 80, they'll take it for 100. So it's so true. I mean, I think that's the difference between the top, you know, 10, 20, 30 players and the rest of the field is is the they they always capitalize on your mistake and then when you do think like oh, okay maybe i can get points here they find a way and it's like oh that is so discouraging um we're gonna we're gonna keep chatting just uh take a quick break here i'll be back right after this All right, so we are uh, back with Connor, and uh, we want to keep chatting about, uh, you're talking about playing against Mark and Tony and the difficulty of that. So now that you've kind of had that taste, like what do you think you're going to be working on to uh, be better prepared? Um, I feel like just a couple things to get better prepared. I mean, 
like I said, I got to get some sliding practice in and obviously getting more comfortable with my bags. It's my first year throwing these. So definitely getting more comfortable with my equipment, I find will help me excel. Uh, Octane's been giving out some great bags and I, you know, they're all so good. I'm stuck between them. So, you know, I'm only allowed to bring so many and I picked uh, kind of a, expecting some faster boards and they ended up being really slow. So that kind of hurt me in the end, but you know, for next time, uh, but you know, when it comes to these big pro events, I hope to be prepared with the stuff and know what I need and be ready to give it my all for the, against everyone. So that's definitely one thing. And, uh, yeah, no, I just, I think that's really it. Just get used to my equipment. And I think there'll be a big change. I'm excited to see how this year goes. I think all in all, just kind of watching this last week, and I think you played very well, especially against those guys. You you know, you went with the headphones when you played against them, just kind of jamming out. But I think for the most part, man, you kind of just stayed well. There's a little bit of a difference in the skill gap, but I think you discovered some shots that you didn't even know you could hit this weekend, like some of your cut collects for just money. Um, so I think I think you know you have it. You just got to work on that pacing because I think your fourth bag shot killed you. You had so many fourth bags that were on the ground, so maybe that extra breath could help you out. But, you know, Mish, we had a lot of fun out there. Um, fun fact, Connor and myself are the first Australian champions. We uh, yeah. we took down the blind draw Friday night, so it was kind of – Oh, look at you guys go. Official championship, but uh, yeah. technically you're the first champions in Australia. And then we mixed <laughs> up and played some bowls. So, uh, and Connor, the only ones um, to win in bowls against yeah, Australia. Yeah, guys are fun. <laughs> yeah, Congrats, guys i bet that feels good yeah it was awesome and there was other pros <laughs> in it too with aussies so it was fair game yeah it's fair game yeah have you always right. been pretty good at everything that you do because i think it was your your father-in-law right or your stepdad or yeah he, yeah he was basically saying i just hate people that are good at everything and connor's that guy so that's he took advantage of me in bowls. He smoked me out. <laughs> but yeah, no, he was awesome coming out. I'm sure he got to talk to everyone just as much as mm -hmm. I did, and uh, it was just a great experience, all all in all. And I think uh, everyone had fun who was there. You dodged the question, Connor. I know, I know, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, have you do, do you do other things? Like, have you played other sports? Um. Not really, to be honest. Like, all I do is kind of just go to work, and I work late on calls, and I do league nights. You know, that's kind of my life right now. Uh, I really enjoy, like, watching other sports and hanging out with my friends. So it's like, I guess that's kind of fills up my time. So, you know, uh, I'd really like to get into, like, doing more working out and exercise going into it, like the new year, and kind of just be fit for these long days. But, mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it was, uh, that's kind of my goals for this year and my other things that I have to do. But, new year, new me here. New year, new me. <laughs> hey, well, whatever. New year, new me. But you know what? You got to feel good. It's play good. Yeah. And that's it. So look good, feel good, throw good. Exactly. So, uh, <laughs> what, what's your travel schedule look like? I know you went to Australia and you've been to a couple. But how many opens do you plan on attending? When, so uh, there's five this year that I have to go. Well, nine that I have to go to hundred percent. So uh, mm. I have to go to all the nationals and I'm going to all of the Canada opens. So I'm going to the Niagara Falls end of January and announced as the Drummondville in Quebec. And that was just announced today. 
So going to that, I'm going to be playing alongside James Finley, who is a Canadian elite pro for those. So I'm looking really forward to it. I feel like it's like, so they're going to have a Canada pro division and we're going to be playing against each other. So it's, uh, it's going to be really cool to play alongside James. He's a really awesome shooter who's come up. And I actually played him in the finals in both pro qualifiers. Oh, okay. So it'll be interesting to see how we do as a team. Yeah. And we throw in the same bags, and uh, I think we'll feel really good, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But I think this is where you'll see more breakout Canadian players, and uh, you'll get to hear them. So there's 32 of us, and I'm looking forward to seeing like how everyone competes and how these pro doubles teams do. And you know, it really turns up everyone a, a notch knowing that these are coming up. So yeah, absolutely. So what do you think has shaped you to be the person that you are today? Like any major life events or life advice or anything like that, that, you know, that's made you be who you are? I mean, I don't, that's a good question. Like, I don't know, kind of just being at my parents' place and then uh, just deciding to move out and live out on my own was kind of like the big step. I kind of shaped myself and said, okay, I'm on my own. I can guide my own way. And this is how I want to go. Uh, growing up, I was really quiet. Um, what? But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was really quiet. Like, I would talk to a lot of people, but, like, I would play, like, I was very to myself. Like, I'd just play video games, and, like, I wouldn't go out too much. I wouldn't play too many sports. And then I kind of just, like, got to an age. I said, I'm done with the video games. I'm uh, going to go do something. And found Cornhole, and that was kind of my breakout. And I got to meet more people, and I got to be comfortable. And every time I go there, I get to – I'm talking to people that have the same interests. Yeah. So, basically, ever since moving out, you know, it's kind of been a breakout. And – finding who I want to be and you know I have awesome people behind me that I get to talk to and my league and everyone that's at my league and you know I'm just surrounded by awesome people so it's easy to come out that's um so funny I can I can totally relate because it's the same thing like when I moved out of my parents house and city um I was like I'm gonna redefine myself I'm no longer shy and quiet because nobody here knows me so I was just like and they didn't know any different. And so I used to be very shy and quiet as well. But that was when I redefined myself. Okay, so that was the move. And uh, <laughs> here I am. And to follow up on the traveling. So we're thinking about going to either the Swiss Open or the Croatian Open, by the way. Ooh. So those very are the nice. two that I'm talking about. And uh, try to see. I was, I was interested in going to the France Open. In no, the no U.S. Opens? Oh, no, I'm going to the Nationals. But I don't know which U.S. Open I'm going to go to yet. Okay. Like I said, there is a lot of Opens coming up here, and I'm just like... I don't, I don't think we can call them Nationals anymore. I think it's just... Well, we... Mm -hmm. No, I, I mean... <laughs> yeah, so wrong. we have... Eight, there's eight pro events, right? Then we have four mm -hmm. that are normal and four that are round limited. So, I mean... Yeah. Okay, so there's yeah. eight now. But I'm going to the four that are like for... I guess they're all for your pro points now. Yeah, they all, they all have yeah. points now, too. Yeah. I mean, yep. oh. it'll be fun. Yeah. I, there's a lot of tournaments coming up. Yeah. There's a lot. Well, April through August, you're going to have two, two every month that are for your pro status. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Nope. That's it's a lot. Gonna be definitely be a busy year. That's for sure. So, I mean, if I can make them all, it'd be awesome. But I mean, like, look, I also got to work. So let's see. We'll see how much I can go to. Yeah, and for sure. All right, kind of a sure, kind of a difficult question here. I'm gonna put you on the spot. No hedging. Um, who is who is the ACL pro, like the face of Canada? 
I mean, I feel like every pro has their face for something. Like we cover. No hedging, I said. No hedging. Yeah, pick one. <laughs> Is it you? I I don't know. I I want to say Bernie has a really big face. He has been on a tear for Canada and uh, winning a lot of tournaments. I really think for your competitive scene and the guy you want to be is Bernie Portalesi. He's a solid shooter. Um, and he he's represents got a good look well. too. He represents really well. So I don't know. Like I would say Bernie for the face of like competitive Cornell in Canada, for sure. Okay. And then we'll wrap it up with what advice would you give our viewers who are out there just getting started? Um, Some advice I give, I mean, just focus on the game, do what you got to do. I mean, Really, this game is for fun. Don't take it too serious. Like, you can make it serious, but uh, I find that takes the fun out of it. So, you know, be competitive, but in a fun way. Uh, you know, especially on league nights. Like, just have fun. <laughs> That's good advice. <laughs> Everybody across the world needs to hear that. Yeah, league yeah. nights are not that serious, like, really. But uh, use them as time to practice and try those shots and do the best you can and test your skill that's really what it is so awesome but well, i really appreciate you guys having me on yeah blast. thank you thank you for coming on and good luck this season yeah thank you all right thanks buddy it is highlights time wally bring us to yeah. it yeah, we had a fun time out in Australia, so I just kind of put everything at the end of the uh, single Sunday. So some of you already saw this, but I figured I'd crop it and show it here. Um, we'll be without highlights for a couple of weeks until we get back from Myrtle, but we saw some amazing shots Well, I out didn't there. see it um, because it wasn't, a, wasn't it yeah, happening it was like, like in the middle of the night? <laughs> yeah, like 4 a.m., no big deal. That's, <laughs> that's why my sleep schedule's all off. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, the difference is we saw a lot of different skill sets out there in Australia. But we, I saw great decision making. Like they knew what to do. They just don't have the skill set to do it, which is really promising. Um, yeah. So if they put some work into it, um, then I, I really feel like this could be a quick turnaround here in the next year. Or so let's go ahead and take a look at it. Some of the standouts here. We got Peter Ryan, and, and uh, this one here is Jason. He's one of the guys who kept our pitchers full the entire time. Stacy got on him for God the bless uh, him. shoes. So yeah, he he fixed the shoes after a while, but. They what was with the shoes? Got a little awkward. One thing I don't like about this camera angle is it kind of takes away from our awkward knuckles. It's mm -hmm. too close. Mm -hmm. There's uh, Gary Hatton, the first Australian pro, thrown next to Peter Ryan there. Nice. Not digging the music. Too, too loud? Yeah, I didn't want the music. Sorry. All good. I was like, I was like, well, maybe Mish wanted it in there. But uh, these guys battled. It was it was a good finals. Um, I, I don't have the scoreboard on the bottom of the screen there, but I think for the most part, the the top tier players in Australia do have a little bit of potential. Not the high PPRs because they have a few struggle rounds, but you know they are they are uh -huh. hitting their shots. There's Liam, uh, the guy in the goatee. There, he's one of the players who just entertained us the entire weekend. He was very gracious and taking us out and showing us the Australian ways that Connor talked about there with the shoeies. It was his idea. You'll see him mm -hmm. later doing <laughs> a poor tornado though. Just went days without getting his stuff. I don't think he got it till Sunday. So no clothes. His clothes no never came until like the last day. No, that's my nightmare. It was, it was struggle busing. 
but uh, it looked like whenever I came back home, they were able to have a, you know, a good time that last day there. Big shot right there by Sean Farrell. Yeah, that ended up being a nine-point round. That was a nine-point round for the win. I think they were down 20 to 13 at that point. So a huge Ooh. shot. And then look at Sean's face. He already knows what's coming. <laughs> and one. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> you don't leave. Dang it. Who invited this guy? Yeah. <laughs> There's a Mikey Nets. They call him nothing but Nets, and uh, he, he showed it right there, just able to hit the airman without touching anything. And I got to say, their intermediate division is better than ours out here. Their intermediate really? division is a little bit higher skill. Yeah. So, that, like I said, that's kind of promising. Just Those are ridiculous your future pros. From Mark and Tony. Like, some of these replays airman. look like the same exact shot just because – you know, they were both he just raining backside air mails like it was nothing. Big pushes. A lot of bar Whoa. soaps out there. I, I don't nice. know if it was board conditions or what. But it, huge push. Just driving right through it. Tony looked like he was in so much pain playing against Mark. Mark was just hitting everything and by the time he came down to singles day. I know, but that's kind of like a, a bittersweet, right? Because you're like, and that's my partner. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. my partner is that guy. Did you Don't do uh, ACL that. Live or was that Jeff? It was Jeff and Bernie Jeff, Monday. Jeff and Bernie, yeah. Yeah, they were kind of talking about that. I'm like, that's just got to eat at you after a while, you know? I know. And he just keeps beating you. There we go. Oh, that's a good Zach one. Zach was on point with Awkward Knuckles for us. Love it. There's always one. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Ooh, nice good. Yeah, good collab. It's good to see Bobby Sperry have some success out there. He did really well. Yep. He's the international guy. Yeah. <laughs> did well in Canada. Won it in Canada. I don't remember which one that was. Here's Daniel. He was the one running the tournament, so shout out to him for okay, uh, putting on cool. a great weekend. And there you see he's got shoes on now. <laughs> oh, so that he didn't have shoes on. That's what you were saying. Yeah, Stacy got to him, so he put on shoes the next day. He, but, he didn't bring shoes? They, uh, there's a lot of people that like to throw without shoes on in Australia. It's just their thing, I guess. So. Well, people will do that like at my club, like my weekly league night. I'll see people take their shoes off. Yeah. Which is funny because it is like um, – it's a, it's a good. I don't know if they're doing it intentionally, but it's a good way to ground. Oh God, no! Uh uh. Ow, pass. Senator board it. Senator board it with that board, board, board. <laughs> oh, good man. lord! No, I don't want to drink out of my shoe. Ew! And then what if someone doesn't wear socks? Ugh. I can't. <laughs> You're overthinking it, Mish. No. I'm not. I'm thinking about Shout it correctly. Tegan. There's Tegan B. He's another Australian player who was always willing to go out of his way. He went and brought boards over um, to Mark and Tony's house, so we were able to uh, play some bags out there. He bought some chicken, took care of us, took us some places. So shout out to Keegan. Dang, the hospitality runs deep. I'm just saying, like they, they went way above and beyond to make sure that we were taken care of. That right there is nasty. That's that, so so mean. That's so what Connor mean. was talking about. And the thing is, Connor came up to me before that and said, Mark Barr soaked me three times in this match. And then they oh get on the live feed and he does it again. He's like, stop it. Ooh, yeah, that's a good that, bag. That's that cut I was talking about. 
Connor with the tall socks. Always, yeah. They call him socks for a reason. We didn't even get a chance to get into that nickname. He always has some some colorful socks on. Not much going on in the calf muscle department for him, though. You got to get that going. <laughs> well, don't call him out. Come on now. Yeah, he said he's going to work out. He'll get it fixed. You can't just develop calves. It's like it's like hereditary. <laughs> calf you either got them or you don't. So Zach struggled a little bit, but when he got these brotherhood bags in his hand, he he looked a lot better. So um, Sean Fair likes faster bags, but Zach was able to hit him. See Tornado in pain. Yeah, he's Tornado like, looked good this weekend though. Once he got okay. his bags back, he looked real good. Because he got his bags back, poor guy. Yeah, there's there's Willie, the Indonesian guy. <laughs> Even Tony yeah. amazed himself with that one. Yeah, he's like, "What did I just do?" So Connor here with a big push, knocking mm. Tony's bag out of play, or so we thought. It is Tony Smith. That's not out of play. It's Tony. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't have said that out. was out. Oh, that's the worst. The the backside airmails that Mark and Tony hit just ridiculous. The precision is yeah. out of out of control. You always know when Mark's taking this long before a shot, something nasty is about to happen. Oh yeah. That's ridiculous. That, that, I thought that was going to be the bar of soap, but no, that's that a double rodeo. <laughs> yeah, the double rodeo, the two seater, if you will. The two seater. Here, here, here's, the, here's the nasty one for the win. Bar of soap pushed him off the. Oh, that sets him up for the win for this shot here. Yeah, no, that wasn't it. It's this one. Yeah. That's so mean. That's so mean. Even Tony's like, what? Come on. Come on. Yeah. So there we go. There's your highlights for Australia, everybody. So was, that, that's good. Who, yeah. Anybody who didn't want to stay awake till two, four o'clock in the morning, whatever time it was where you're at, um, there's some good <laughs> shots out there. We had fun. Yeah. We got to watch it there. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will have our game. So don't go anywhere. <laughs> All right, it is time for our games. We are going to start with top floor bagger of the week. What do you got? All right, floor bagger for me. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start with U.S. Customs and airports in the United States. <laughs> uh, it, it's just terrible. It, yeah. Like it, it amazes me how well the other countries do it. Oh, and okay. How bad we did. Like, because Mexico we were, is just as long and grueling as America. Yeah, I mean the good thing with Australia, like Australia was, people were looking for like to help you. Like they were walking around, like, "Hey, you look confused. Can I help you? Like, mm, here, follow mm -hmm. me. Like, hold my hand. I'll take you where you need to go." And it's just like, yeah. in the United States, like the guy walks up, like comes up to us, shuts the gate in front of us, turns around, and then just like leaves his desk for a second. And there's probably close to 400 people there and just no explanation nothing just made eye contact didn't say i'll be back nothing so it's like <laughs> u.s customs uh floor bagger for me and then um i do have a second one i don't know if you want to go first or not no you can go go ahead second one for me is seeing that the whole nine yards is closing like Such that's a bummer, bummer. like we we kind of went there we had a blast we thought okay this could be the future for our sport Yep. Going to places like this. I mean, whole nine yards is probably the Rolls Royce of cornhole bars from what I've seen. Yep. Um, I don't I don't really know the details of it. Maybe it's just a little bit too big. Like uh, the one here in St. Louis is thriving. Great, 
Uh, great shots looks to be doing well. So maybe well, a little bit more. I don't, know. Okay, I don't know if it ever changed, but the times that I went there, they never charged to rent lanes. Yeah. And I'm like, what's your business model then? Like that, it ha- I don't know. Maybe that's just the random times that I went. But I remember thinking, like, if you don't start charging for people to use the lanes, you're never going to survive. That's how bowling alleys survived. And by mm-hmm. the way, most bowling alleys have closed by now. So, like, you got yeah. There's definitely. And I told, <laughs> I was like, I told Nick, I said, I'm gonna miss those chicken strips. They were so good. Those are the best <laughs> chicken strips I've ever had. No, no, no long. I'll never have them again in my whole life. And I'm no, sad about it. That's your floor bagger. There you go. That's my floor bagger. I want those chicken. One more time. I would have gone to Arizona just to have those chicken strips one more time had I known. Um, but no, mine's being sick. Uh, uh, Nick got sick on Sunday. And then I was fine Monday. And then Monday night, my throat felt a little scratchy. And then I woke up Tuesday and it was like, oh, cool. So it's been since Tuesday. So I'm on day four and um, still not there yet. Not happy about it. Yeah, you'll be all right. As long, I mean, we, I kind of did the same thing at Worlds. Like I was like, well, at least I'm sick before Worlds. That way I can go and relax at Worlds. And then I end up getting sick at Worlds again, too. But, you know, at <laughs> least you're at least you're not sick for the holidays. So I'm a couple weeks before. Yep. Yeah, I have my big Hanukkah party tomorrow. Um, and I'm, you know, gonna have to push through for that because it's a lot of work to make uh, latkes. If you've ever made potato pancakes, which are called latkes for Hanukkah, it's very time consuming and uh, labor intensive. Well, I'll cross my fingers for you. I hope you can handle it. <laughs> Thanks. I'll be, I'll probably be sleeping and still recovering from this time zone crap. I, I, I. First question I asked Connor when he came on before you were there is how are you doing adjusting back to Canada time? And he's like, I'm fine. I'm like, I knew it. Wally is a baby. Wally's a baby. Not a baby. I just lay in bed and think all the time. Stop attacking me. Top four bagger. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? All right. uh, It's obviously Australia for me. Um, Everywhere that we went, yeah, everywhere that we went is gorgeous. The people there are gorgeous. Um, it, it's basically all islands and water everywhere. So like everybody's always got to be in their beach body. You know what I mean? Okay, Everything that yeah. we ate was amazing. The food was amazing. People are. Did you generous. try Vegemite? Did not. Um, I don't even know <laughs> where to get one of those. But we had had my first wagyu. Like Stacy treated me oh. nicely. Got me some wagyu. We we never had an empty pitcher. People were overly generous, um, and then nice. just, uh, you know, people are just so nice there. Like, even in the United States, you go to a crosswalk, and, like, we kind of try and rush to it to, like, time it out. In Australia, yeah. they'll wait for you. If they see you coming, they will wait for you to come across the street. They'll stop Oh, yeah, we, like, try to squeeze in before you step yeah. off the curb. <laughs> Everybody there is so nice. It's like, I didn't see one police car pull anyone over or nothing. You know what I mean? It was just, everything just functioned. So, That's great. Yeah. My four bagger of the week was Monday before I got sick. I had a massage and it was fantastic. <laughs> so, I got one yesterday. You got another one? Or Wednesday? What's today? I got one oh, Wednesday. You okay? I was like, wait, we talked about you that you got a massage. So okay. So yeah, yeah we both got massages this week. Mine was fantastic, and um, and I was really excited to like continue 
working out with this new body that's more loose and then I've been sick. <laughs> so mm. like scratch oh, yeah. that. I'm just gonna lay around instead. Maybe they got you sick. All right, send it or board it. All right, so kind no, of keep with the travel not. theme. Um, <laughs> send it or board it whenever you're traveling international to flying first class. Oh, I mean, I literally won't travel internationally aside from Mexico because it's a two hour flight until I can afford first class. Yeah, so Australia, so I, I think. Send, send, send. Parties. I think the difference in price for Australia was like twenty five hundred dollars, though. <laughs> so yeah, I, it, it is. I've they, looked. I've looked yeah, to like Stacey's Paris up and stuff. There, living it up. I, luckily, on the way out there, I got the whole road to myself, so I could sprawl out and lay down. But still, it wasn't like quite as comfortable as what they had. And then yeah. on the way back, I mean, I was, I was kind of tight for fifteen hours sitting like this. So I don't know. I think uh, I think I'm have to negotiate. That I can't do time. it. I'm too claustrophobic and um, have a history of anxiety to be, I know that I won't make it. Like I just, I won't be, I'll have a panic attack. So like, I can't, like, I would love to say that it's just me being bougie, but I actually physically can't do it. Uh, all right. Mine is Jingle All the Way. Have you seen that movie? I think so. With, Give me a refresh. with, um, with uh, what's his name? Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, I think yeah, it's with the with the toy, the action toy. Or yes, whatever. yes. Yeah. Send it um, or board I'll it. Send it. I'll send it. I like okay. it. I like it. Like, yeah. is that? I mean, like, is that on your holiday movie list every year? No, but I could say if it was on TV, I would watch it. You know, like I don't, okay. I don't really go out of my way to watch TV, like, because because I I stream everything, so I don't watch any live TV. But like, if I see it pop up, like if I was on the plane and it popped up, I'd have watched it. You know. I watched it yesterday. It's not it's not on my holiday list. It's always like Elf and Home Alone and those ones. But they're mm. talking about it on the radio. So I'm like, you know, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. And I watched it and I was like, hmm, that doesn't need repeating. I'm good. Mm. So I'm boarding I, it on Jingle I, I All the Way. <laughs> all right. Would you rather? All right. So uh, would you rather? Now, this is from me mainly because these are Australia was on my bucket list and these two are on my bucket list as well. So. Would you rather go to New York for New Year's or would you rather go to Ooh. New Orleans for Mardi Gras? I've been to New Orleans and I hated it, so I'm out. <laughs> I've never <laughs> been to New York. <laughs> so I'm going to go to New York because I've not been there. Yeah, so like, I mean, I it's going to play into your claustrophobia, though, like being around everybody for that New Year's I'm not going to like drop. that part. No, I'll, I'll find yeah. a rooftop bar with, that I can watch from above. <laughs> it's not going to work for me. Wait, so which one are you choosing? I'm taking them oh, okay. both. I'm, I'm cheating. I'm, I'm okay. doing the burning and cheating. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, mine is um, Nick and I treat being sick very differently for the most part. Unless it's like a flu. Um, but if it's like a cold like we both had, he just pushes through. He just pretends he's not sick. He just keeps working, keeps doing everything. Nothing changes for him. He's just hacking up stuff and he's just sick. Um, I don't move. So... Which one are you? Are you the like, I'm going to actually rest and let this like sickness be a, a, a reason for me to be restful? Or am I going to push through and pretend I'm not sick? Because I will say that he's typically not sick for more than like a day. And mine always lasts for like a week. I mean, I, I actually I'm both because I'm sorry to cheat again, but I'm, I both because like I will lay in bed 22 hours out of the day 
But like if I have a meeting or something like that, like I will not miss it. If I had a work shift or something like that, I would sleep every minute that I'm off and then just go work. Like I would, you know, I, I would bust okay. my ass whenever it came down to doing it. But if I had nothing to do, I'm sleeping. Okay. Okay. But, well, I am not. I am like my body's telling me to rest and I'm not doing anything and don't ask me to do anything. And then I'm yeah. sick forever. So I don't know. <laughs> it's not working. It's almost as bad as man flu. So you're lucky. <clears throat> no, but I mean, I'm not like whining, crying. Like when, if Nick is in bed and out, he's like dysfunctional um, mm -hmm. for sure. All right. That's all we got time for you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, go ahead and give me a follow at Cornhole Mish. Yeah, and hit me up on Facebook, follow K9 Unit, and uh, $5 a month gets to subscribe for all these pros. As we head into New Year's, you got Gavin Hammond and Maddie McBride now for the college and high school Cornell championships. This is it for 2023, Mish. That's We're it. done. All right. All see right. You guys, we'll see you guys uh, next, next year. year.